0: word the fuck up back in the place that's what we do super duty tough work Yup, the most infamous yeah the most informational cataclysmic information (laughs) cataclysmic information yes yes cataclysmic levels of knowledge are being dropped on your head Mm. avalanches weekly yes weekly jewels falling in avalanches (laughs) avalanches of jewels yes yeah man (laughs) word how you doing today man i'm good man had an awesome weekend it was crazy right it was a great weekend it was action-packed it was action-packed things were happening Mm -hmm. records were 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 gotten record store day stacks yes stacks of records mine is crazy i see you i see you copy the you You're like yeah, yeah let me yeah. show my shit off yeah, too i, was, I seen you. because i was going to do it i was like how should i how can i do this i was like uh oh, yeah <laughs> biting <laughs> shark yeah you did like my shit i was like damn it took my exact shot like shark dead ass just hey, copy my shit because i couldn't spread them all out on my floor i had too many nobody can see that you know what i'm saying nobody way. could you know so i was like this is a good idea shark it <laughs> Let me borrow that for us. Let me hold that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You held that. You held that idea. <laughs> Let me hold that Didn't one. Give it back. <laughs> at all <laughs> <That> whole song. <sighs> but yeah it was record store day you played at record store day yeah man, you were kids yep I, I took photos took some photos some some fire some dylan mad dialon. it was in that camera it was mad heat still many dylan's left besides yes. the ones he posted yeah but uh you know so we went to record store day that was saturday bought records mm-hmm. you had a fat stack i had a fat stack right i haven't listened to mine yet uh and then sunday I had the video shoot yeah hilarious yes man my head was hurting i was was laughing so hard like i was laughing so much i went home with a headache yeah it was so funny it man. was great it was so funny man like great. that's one where i'm like i can't wait for this to drop yeah this is going to be hilarious man <laughs> yeah it was it was good oh man really so good. um yeah we shot a video another video for uh the two-headed monster mm-hmm. uh album that i got dropped in may 25th second second getting the yeah. date may 22nd and uh you know the song's called don't look back it's the video is humorous very it's very. has got a lot of columbus rap uh legends and yeah. familiar faces and whatnot and uh, I can't wait for y'all to see that yeah but yeah that was good it was a good weekend yeah it was a really good weekend yeah it's been good I went to Dayton yesterday dropped off hung up flyers and posters with my guy Tino down there okay so uh, yeah I've been on my rap shit yeah man a lot yeah for real you know rap is rap is great man yeah I might try to uh, roll to Dayton for that show it's gonna be dope yeah let me know let me know you know it'll be dope because Columbus is Friday right correct and then Dayton is Saturday Saturday. yeah so I might roll because I don't have to work on Sunday yeah have you ever played behind bobs nah it? okay yeah i haven't either so like i mean it's we've only dope. i've only played really the um what? elbows and el- chins um the one or, joint um that just closed i know what you're talking about uh uh what's it called um it's in fair bar. yeah one Eye Jacks. one Eye jacks yeah that's i mean i played oh, other crazy. spots you know there years ago but that was yeah. the that was the staple okay. you know for the most part yeah Dayton is dope that spot's dope i haven't played there before either but uh it it's it's nice. Okay. Really like right downtown, right on a strip. But uh, I think it'll be dope. And plus, you know, you get a different crowd than you do at, right at Fairborne is right. what I noticed. When I start doing Dayton again, it's like, oh shit. Yeah, people. These are, these are different people. <laughs> yeah. Who won't drive to Fairborne to see me. Even right. though it's like what, five, ten miles, yeah, 10, ten miles away up the freeway. Yeah, they're not going. They're like, No. Nope. Nah. We'll see you when play Dayton. Yeah. And uh so Dayton is bigger and better. Uh but yeah, that's 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 what it is man that's all i've been up to man just doing beats trying to be better yeah same here trying to be amazing same same i've been getting my um my photo edit on a lot like i've been looking into a lot of the photos that i have just Mm -hmm. in my computer yeah and um just looking at some editing, you know, seeing getting my edit on pretty pretty yeah, good. Getting my that. yeah, you know, that. working that's, that's on that's part of the job, right? Right, part of the job. I mean, a you want to take a good photo, right? So you don't have to do much editing, <laughs> right? You know, but when you get it into the software, you start manipulating you fuck garbage with. in, garbage out. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I've been working on that and um. You know, getting a lot of stuff, like, taking... Because I got a lot of photos of, like, Taya's cakes and cupcakes and stuff. Getting stuff ready for her Instagram and her website and stuff when she... You know, mm-hmm. get her bacon business thing happening. So you don't gain that weight right back. Claire. Nah, man. Nah, <laughs> you got to get fat again. Nah. Yeah, my wife's about to start a bacon. Nah, cause business. she, cause she when just, had, she fat. just made some um, cupcakes over the weekend. I only took a couple bites. So mm-hmm. I was just, just, a, just a taste test. You okay. know, she was bringing it down for me to. You know, I'm the taste tester. You yeah. know what I mean? So I had to just make sure the batter was right. That's you know bad. what I'm saying? Make sure the icing was right you know yeah i'm about to start this is some, have you have you ever did some shit i'm because you know we always have a conversation about photos and how photos are dope but they always stay on your fucking phone right i got this app now I, i've used this before but i never knew it was an app like the walgreens app oh where where you can send them and yeah. um, get them actually printed out do it from directly from your phone <clears throat> that's dope so that shit is dope so like now it's like but you can do them to any walgreens in the nation oh that's crazy Yeah, so, like, I got photos that I took at Christmas or that I took in New Orleans with me and my mom. Mm -hmm. I can upload these with the Walgreens app and have them ready at her location. Oh, so she can pick them up. Right up the street from her. Nice. 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 The future is now, bro. This <laughs> shit is fucking crazy. <laughs> That's dope. This is crazy. So I'm going to start doing photo albums again, man. Because that shit is. Yeah. I was talking to Tay because we don't have a lot of stuff up in our house. Yeah. And I got a lot of photos of the kids. Yes. I got a lot of photos, just a family stuff. Like I need to start printing these out so we can just, you know, frame the joints and bro. put them up in the house. It's history. Yeah. If you when you don't, we're losing history now. All right. By not printing the photos, man. So yeah, I got to do that, man. Yeah, yeah. definitely got to do that. Man. So, this podcast. This week, we do things. Word. We talk about things. And uh, last week's episode was pretty decent. Yeah. Pretty good feedback. Yeah, people liked the streets it. Streets were talking mm-hmm. quite a bit about how to, which was how to be a better fan. True. And uh, as we alluded to at the end, mm-hmm. with jokes <laughs> that we might have to do a how to be a better artist episode. We are gonna do. How to be a better artist and voila you know what I'm saying? we're here <laughs> you know we are here with how to be a better artist so this episode we want to talk about kind of like okay last week was things that fans can do that would make things easier for artists mm-hmm. this week we're going to talk about things that artists can do mm-hmm. to make things easier for fans right because it is a, a two-way street right it's a reciprocal relationship yes, symbiotic <laughs> if you will <laughs> you know bring <laughs> so, it out the words yeah, with them. yeah. Bio- get, <laughs> 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 get biological on that ass <laughs> you know so yeah symbiotic and mm-hmm. whatnot. so yeah we wanna uh, we wanna talk about how to be a better artist cause it's a lot of artists who might have heard last episode and thought that they shit don't stink right and I'm here to let you know it does Indeed. like I'm in these streets son yeah no you shit stinks <laughs> it, it stinks and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back right. we got you Ooh. stuck off the with your host, Blueprint. Raw and uncut. Adult conversations. No shucking, no jobbing, and no bullshit. Okay. Real life. Yeah. Artistic things. Truth. Things that are done, things that are not done. Mm-hmm. How to be a better artiste word we have many many bullet points this bullet points and such mad bullet points (laughs) to let go 10 points 10 bullet points in a chamber nah man we'll start with number one how to be a better artist number one and this should be like almost this could be one through ten but we'll do number one and only limit it to one and that is create with regularity you mean i can't just do one joint and tore off that print no you cannot brother oh all right no you cannot two songs no you cannot okay brother. all right all right i'm just checking you need more fam mm. i'm not saying nothing's wrong with making a song mm-hmm. but that's a start mm-hmm. that's not where you end at too many artists think that like they are on like the whole dr dre kind of <laughs> you know Andre 3000. Every 10 years I drop a song. (laughs) Yeah and it'll pop. pop. Sade. You're not Sade. You're not Dr. Dre. You're not Radiohead. No you're not Radiohead. You're not Andre 3000. And if you're not you need to be creating with regularity. And what that means is that the same way that you wake up and do everything in your life, like you go to work every day, Mm -hmm. you work eight to 10 hours there, you Mm -hmm. come home, you eat every day, you cook for yourself. Creativity is no different than any of these other tasks that we have to do every day. Yes, It's a shame that people have got it to the point where they link creativity only with inspiration Mm -hmm. and not with discipline. Creativity to me Yes, it all starts at the beginning when we're getting started as an exercise in inspiration. Right. I was inspired to write. I was inspired to create. I was inspired to you know make a beat, whatever. Right. But ultimately, to get to the next level, you can't be dependent upon inspiration. Right. You have to start to become uh, reliant upon discipline. Yes, discipline means that you sit down every day or whatever your schedule is maybe it's every other day maybe it's just weekends you know maybe maybe every sunday for 3 hours is when you do this thing mm-hmm. but you set a schedule and you stick to that schedule to create whatever it is you're going to create right. every day that's called discipline when you have discipline you start to see that inspiration is kind of overrated yeah i've been creating on discipline for years and years and years not that i think the creative i mean that inspiration doesn't need to exist of course we need to be inspired but i know that if i sit around waiting on inspiration nothing will happen one joint a year <laughs> right right either when i'm really happy right or really sad right two right. songs a year right? right 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 a happy joint and a sad joint that's right. was that's the only time i would write yeah whereas now when i have a set time or a set place mm. or a set schedule to be creative there are times when maybe i have uh six to ten set aside for working on music every night mm-hmm. that doesn't mean i sit there and write from six to ten right it just means i put myself in a position or to be creative to be creative from six to ten nothing else is the priority the priority is creativity and you might not create right it's possible you might not come up with shit yeah but or, or whack shit Yeah, that's entirely possible. That happens all the time, (laughs) right? But the point, what's important is that you're sitting down. Mm -hmm. You've added enough structure to your life to ensure that you are in the position to create. And putting yourself in a position to create is oftentimes more important than actually Waiting until you're inspired because that comes and goes with the blowing of the wind. Mm-hmm. But if you put yourself in front of the keyboard, in front of the your, your canvas, whatever, in front of the drum machine, and you just force yourself to sit there, mm-hmm. eventually you're gonna start doing something. Yeah, and it's gonna probably be pretty good. Yeah. But the key is to get past this. I need to be inspired to create or I got to be high or I got to have a fucking stars align or I can't write my record because it's Mercury retrograde. Mercury <laughs> retrograde is just messing up rap now. Everybody's using that as an excuse to right. not do shit. Uh, like, no, fool, you wasn't doing shit before Mercury retrograde. Right. Now you're just worse. Yeah. So now you got an excuse. You got an excuse. So create with regularity and be a better artist see for me i usually just especially if i'm not feeling like writing i'll just go listen to the records mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'll just sit in the studio take samples because you don't got to be inspired to do that you just right. gotta listen there you go you know and that's part of your cre- that's part of my creative process and sometimes i'll find a dope loop that'll make me want to write something mm-hmm. or i'll find a dope loop that just will make me want to make a beat it puts me in the mood to be creative i'll take my camera out and just go for a walk you know what i mean like Anything. And, it, and it's not necessarily about music all the time. Yes. You know, just whatever you do that is creative. You know, put yourself in a position to do that. Right. Because if you don't, you won't. Y- you're not an artist. <laughs> right. You're not a fucking artist, right. man. You want to be an artist, but you don't want to create art. You're a hobbyist. Yeah. You're a fraud. Really? You're yeah. just talking shit. You want to be an artist because of the social benefits. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to do that hard hard work. Drink tickets. Yeah. <laughs> you want the drink tickets. You want the free drink tickets. Yeah. You, know I mean? you, you want to get in the show free. You want that guest list. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. You want people to recognize you. But you don't want to do the heavy lifting right. of being a true artist and creative person. The non-glamorous stuff. Oh, man, the mundane. The mundane. You got to do it. And until you do that, you will not be the artist that you need to be. So true. So that's number one. Number two, way to be a better artist. Now, this goes with number one. Number one was to create with regularity. Number two is to release your art with regularity. Mm -hmm. That means that you can't just be sitting on a million songs. None of them coming out. I ain't ready yet, dog. Yeah, it's not perfect yet. I had this conversation actually with my guy Tino. Shout out to Tino yesterday. We were talking about how um, he he, has, he hasn't he has dropped a record in four years. He's mm-hmm. been playing a lot of shows. We was talking about how every time he got ready to drop a record, something happened in his life that distracted from it. Yeah. Like his girl dumped him or his father passed away. And he's, mm-hmm. he just reset and gets started again. He's just like, yo, eventually you got a bunch of songs. And you're like, yo, these need to be coming out. Like, right. uh, I don't want to be sitting on this. And then the sound's all different. But we were talking about is I like, when it's time to release music, you just can't sit around on all these songs and think that that's gonna fix your problems as an artist. Right. You right. know, like you have to basically say, "Look, man, this shit has to come out. Yeah. I can't have these droughts. I can't be sitting here for three, four, five years, sitting on all this music, thinking that that is enough to hang my hat on. Mm-hmm. I've got a hundred songs. I've got a thousand dope beats. Right. I'm the man. Leave me alone. I'm successful." Yeah doesn't work like that no not at all the people judge us whether we like it or not by what is released to the public Mm -hmm. while what we judge ourselves is based on what we create what's on that hard drive right (laughs) right that's where our self-esteem comes from right right what we know we can do not what people have necessarily seen Mm -hmm. you know so we have to make sure that we're always keeping that in mind that where you are in terms of your growth and your skill is not going to be reflected to the public until you release that yeah, I see. The thing that I've tried to do is make sure that I have something available, even if I don't have like a a record. You know what I'm saying? Have an EP of joints. Just it could be unreleased songs that are old, and I'm I, you know something to where I'm I'm at least releasing stuff regularly, so cats know that I'm still you know doing it alive. Yeah, I'm still alive. <laughs> the Logic is still doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, doing things, and that's important because, like you're saying. Things will happen in life. Right. And if but you can't wait until things happen or until it's been four years to try to rush an album together in a month or two. That's really not how this thing works. And it's not how you operate at your best. So it's like, yo, man, as long as you release shit with regularity, you're becoming an artist that people can actually get behind. Right you know when you're the guy who who drops sometimes doesn't drop for a couple years Mm -hmm. you have no room to complain about the lack of support that you would probably get true you know so i don't want to hear any complaints from people who are not releasing music with regularity because i think in releasing your music that's the mechanism through which you find your audience yeah your audience doesn't necessarily all hear your first album and gravitate towards you yeah you and know? stay there right yeah, it, especially it, in in today's climate it doesn't work that way like mm-hmm. we used to always talk about how you know uh whenever people blow up it's never their album that they should have blown up for right right it's the album or too late yeah you know by the time the press and the public catch up it's like oh well you know yeah you know a uh, good kid Matt city was a good record but section 80 right was a classic right right like you're a record laid on him but mm-hmm that's just how the world goes but what if he just stopped that section 80 mm-hmm. and didn't even think about yeah when have happened yeah like yo y'all wasn't i, I didn't blow up i'm out of here peace gone right see he stayed at it and kept dropping with regularity eventually things fall in place opportunities present themselves he fucking gets signed and he's fucking kendrick lamar now yeah you know but you have to release your art with regularity word that's number two all right number three how to be a better artist. And this is one that we practice religiously. And this is very important. Very important. And that is to be kind. Do not be an asshole. Do not be an asshole, a jerk. Any of those things, man. Yeah. Like and this is even it's bigger than music, but it impacts your music and your yeah. art. Yeah. Right? Like being a jerk cuts off all types of opportunities to you. People don't wanna fuck with you. Right, and instead of being honest with yourself saying, they're not fucking with me because I'm a jerk. Mm-hmm. You say, they are just hating because I'm great. <laughs> right, haters. Yeah, they're just haters. They don't have no reason to hate. I'm great, they just jealous. Mm-hmm. But if you were honest with yourself, you would see that your attitude is ruining your art. Yeah. Your attitude is ruining your art, man. You don't wanna be the guy who people are thinking, man, that guy's so talented, but I ain't dealing with him. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. You don't <laughs> want to be that guy. Right, right. You know, be kind to people. That means in everyday interactions, don't look at people who are at your function like they are there to serve you. Mm-hmm. Don't treat people like your personal staff. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, that, that goes for the doorman, a sound man, a person, a receptionist, whatever. You never know who's who. Right, But always be kind to people You will never have to worry about shitting on Anybody yeah people especially If you're thinking about like sound man Doorman people like that Promoters yes they will bend over Backwards for you if you a cool dude I can vouch for that yeah I mean We've been many places where It's like yo I, I sprung for the the, the the bigger room you know yes. even though we only agreed on this facts you know what i'm saying facts. I, I got you the big joint and you know got yep. you some snacks you yeah. know what i mean Beca- i got you a room and i didn't have to <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. that's been that's happened multiple times yeah it, it, the key the key here is again be kind treat other people as you would like to be treated yes and if you don't have enough self-esteem to care about how you're treated treat other people how you want them to treat your mama right you right. know what I mean? Because you, you can totally not care about yourself and be an asshole and expect. But let's think bigger here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And don't just do it because you want something in return. Do yeah. it because it's the right thing to do. Right. All the time. And, and, and nothing but positive can come of it. Truth. You know, so be a better artist. I say be a better person. Yeah. Bars. All day. <laughs> and we'll take a break. Yeah. <laughs> To all the listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, this is Blueprint here to announce that I have a brand new album titled Two-Headed Monster that will be available on May 22nd, 2018 on waitlist recordings. The album is produced entirely by yours truly and features guest appearances from a few people that I've wanted to collaborate with for a long time, like Slug of Atmosphere, AC Alone, Mr. Liff, Wordsworth, Superstition, and Haslow. Two-Headed Monster will be the first full-length album that I've released since we've been doing this podcast. So to everybody that listens to us every week and is inspired by or helped by what we do here, I'm asking you to support me and this podcast by pre-ordering your copy of the project right now on waitlist.net. As I like to say, spread the word about good music socially and support good music financially as usual we've got a few different pre-order packages for you to choose from whether that's the regular cd version or the deluxe cd package the regular lp or the deluxe lp package the regular mp3 or the deluxe mp3 package or the t-shirt package that comes with a t-shirt and a blueprint lapel pin something we've never done before with either the Deluxe CD or the vinyl package. Whatever format you need, we got you covered. And just so you know, there will only be 500 copies of the vinyl available and it will be clear vinyl this time. We've done red, we've done orange, we've done blue, and now we're doing clear vinyl, so don't sleep. All pre-orders will ship out to arrive on May 22nd, which is well in advance of the official release date. So, if you're listening to this, head over to waitlist.net right now and order your copy. I'm really proud of this record and 100% confident that you're going to dig it too. To recap, my new solo album, Two-Headed Monster, will be out May 22nd on Waitlist Recordings and is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. Now back to the show back in the building those guys Yup, dropping jewels and such mm, all types of jewels man jewels 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 word so yeah how to be a better artist live and direct from your boys super duty tough work printmatic Illogic. logic mm-hmm. you know giving it to you every week we got three down we got six more and we on number four mm-hmm. number four way To be a better artist, one that we talk about on this podcast. That we do. Yes. Weekly. (laughs) We practice. (laughs) We practice this one. Yes. With regularity. (laughs) Religiously almost. Right, right. In fact, we would not be here had we not agreed to do this one. Truth. And number four is to be of service to your community. Yes. That means to help others. Mm -hmm. To allow other people to tap into what you know and your skills as a resource. Yes. A lot of people get skills, they get resources, Mm -hmm. and when human nature is to hoard and to protect. Yeah, man. But what you really look at when you look at the scope of mankind and and even economics of this shit, Mm -hmm. the people who are rich or taken care of are the people who provided a service or something to their community. Yeah. You invented something that people needed, you created a service that people needed, and it ultimately changed your whole financial, social trajectory, mm-hmm. right? And allowed you to be this prominent person who you were just trying to solve a problem that everybody was suffering from, right? Right. The same thing applies no matter what you do, whether it's business, whether it's art. Be of service to your community, mm-hmm. as you said. We're doing it right now. This is what we do. This is what we do. This is we do a lot of music. We do all kind of shit. But this is our opportunity, Elogic and I, to share lessons that we've learned mm-hmm. in our pod, in our lives, in our careers, and to say, you know what? Take this stuff from me. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if y'all walk away from these hour episodes or something that empowers y'all, that is what is the most rewarding to us about this whole thing. That's the whole reason we do it. Dead ass. Yeah. We wish we had something like this. <sighs> We wish all the time. To God, God we had something like this. No one was talking to us like this. Nah. No one was giving us like high level jewels to execute and make us better artists. Yeah. It was just get it how you live, son. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck out there, bruh. We got here with a lot of good luck. <laughs> right. Man. I'm praying for you. Yeah. yeah God- I wish you the best. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> it was to Godspeed praying for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, handle that. You know, but it was never. Hey man, let me let me put you up on this. Let me right. put you up on that, or let me tell you how to finesse this because you're gonna run into this, mm-hmm. or you're gonna run into that, and be careful about how doing this impacts you. We didn't have that, mm-hmm. so this is our way to kind of say, hey, you know what? It doesn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. We can stop the cycle of like hoarding information and like right. being assholes to younger artists. For no fucking reason. Yeah, straight up. And we can have fun while we do it. You know, so one hour a week, we are of service to our community. We guarantee you that no matter what you do, if you start being of service to other people, all the problems in your career will be removed. Those people who you have helped will probably be the first people in line to help you get to the next level. Right. All because you gave selflessly. So never forget, be of service to your community. Straight up. So that was number Four. number four, Ooh, number five. Mm. How to be a better artist. Mm. This is one. This is one. I talk to many artists. Many, uh, some of the artists that I've done consulting, what I've talked about. This one, and number five is to give people an opportunity to support you. What do you mean by that, Print? By that, I mean <laughs> what do you have that people can actually support Mm -hmm. like you can't i've seen artists who haven't released projects records whatever in years yeah who don't have uh any video Mm -hmm. nothing on soundcloud Mm -hmm. turn around and complain about the lack of support they receive no merch no merch none nothing not even a, a, a cdr complaining about some sort of conspiracy to not support them haters haters the infamous haters excuse rears his head again and i'm like bro what what do you have like i tell people like the reason one of the reasons to create music videos obviously is to create you know something that further tells the story of the song right, right, right. artistically that's what we want to do right but one of the secret way one of the biggest benefits this unspoken about of creating a music video is that I create something that allows my fans mm-hmm. to spread the word about me right they no longer have to say blueprints dope right they can say share this link on a timeline this guy's dope here's more proof right watch see watch watch. now when a show comes up you know mm-hmm. where I'll be and I'm expecting you to go yeah I can't do that on my own yeah. But in creating the music video, I've created a tool through which people can actually support me. People can say, you know what? I'm gonna post this link on my blog. I'm gonna post it on my Facebook. I'm gonna post this clip on my Instagram because this song is dope and this is this artist is dope. Mm-hmm. Or hey, I came to your show and you have a gang of merch right. I've bought all your, or I'm on Spotify and I haven't bought any of your shit, but I like your shit. Mm-hmm. Let me buy your book. Let right. me buy the vinyl. Let me buy the CD. Mm-hmm. Let me buy a shirt. Whatever it is, we have to give them that opportunity. Nowadays, it's very confusing with merch. Mm-hmm. Some people think they don't need any merch. Right. They, they're they sitting around. I mean, we know Spotify is, is not paying cats like that, nope. but they still won't have a t-shirt at their gigs. Which I don't understand. I don't I mean, either. I don't understand like no CDs. Nope. No shirts. No, nothing. No physical merch at all. Nothing. I don't understand. I remember um, going on tour with a younger artist back in the day. Yes, and we had to buy merch for him mm-hmm. just so we can make sure that he had something out there that he was slanging. Y'all better than me because yeah, I'd have been like, "Fam, you on yo. Yeah, I mean, like, I think I think we made him up some CDRs. Yeah, you know y'all, what I'm saying, y'all ain't wanting to be out there, starving. right, out there not eating. Yeah, not, while not eating. Everybody right. else marching up, uh, you know, going off. Yeah, you know, cats sitting back like just you know. Yeah, that's a salty. Just feeling. eating off they per diem. Mm. You know what I mean? Nah, that's not a good look. But uh-huh. yeah, it's it's just it's the truth, man. Like. There's something confusing about merchandise right now, mm-hmm. especially with younger artists where they think, well, it's on my Bandcamp, it's, yeah. yeah. it's on SoundCloud. Uh, it's on. They feel like because they've put the music on these free channels that people don't need to or won't necessarily want to support them. It's the I'm going to go viral generation. Yeah, see. that's all they need. They don't need a CD to sell. They don't need a T-shirt to sell. And it's like, yo, even if you don't need a T-shirt, look, I don't need a Radiohead T-shirt right will i rock one hell's yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, if i see it i might buy it Mm -hmm. as long as i can afford it and because i love the fucking band right that's how we are with people and groups we love so Mm -hmm. it's not about whether you, you want the shirt whether you like the design it's about do the people who want to support you have an opportunity to support you right or are you robbing them of that yeah yeah I mean, it's a lot of things you can do. Put your records in stores. You know, just yes. your local stores. Just yes. go down, even if it's consignment, whatever. Give them a couple copies. Come on, make man. it available. Come on, you know what I'm saying? It's just so much cats can do. They just be sitting on their hands and then wonder why ain't nobody doing. Why you support me, dog? Yeah. Why y'all hating, man? Look, y'all want me to drop some new shit, and y'all ain't even listening to the old shit. Why <laughs> should I drop the new shit? It's on my SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> or you got the whole the whole uh a whole my music hostage technique. Oh yeah. You see people do that. Yeah. I'm not gonna drop a new song <laughs> till y'all go listen to this old one. Till like I get thir- thirty likes. Yeah, I need thirty likes <laughs> before I drop a new song. <laughs> Like who are you keeping the music from? You punishing us, right? Who, you're not Prince, right? Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Drop the music, and if it's dope, we'll spread it, share it, talk about it. True. If it's not, then we won't. Mm-hmm. But you can't hold it hostage like you. Like we gonna our day is gonna be fucked up because you didn't drop a new song because you didn't get thirty likes on your post. Yeah, or ten retweets. Not tight. Look, I need twenty two retweets before I drop this new single. <laughs> exactly twenty two. <laughs> Twenty-second. <laughs> Twenty-one, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. One, any, one short, no single for y'all. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. So that's number five. Mm. Okay, we'll do number six. This is one that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. How to be a better artist, but I don't care what artist you are, what level you are, you should have your own website. Yes. Look, Facebook is cool. Mm-hmm. Instagram is cool. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand, just like we talked about last week, like the metrics that punish you for not getting an engagement. Both of those sites do that to you. So mm. if you're thinking I can just have a Facebook page and everyone will know about everything I'm doing, jokes on you, Jack, not even 10 percent of your people who follow you will probably see your post, which is fucked up. It is super fucked up. It is. It, and it requires us to change our strategy yeah because so we, we're for a long time we wouldn't even we wouldn't even boost our post we was like <laughs> yeah we didn't need <laughs> we, to we were we were but we were i think we were um kind of boycotted against yeah. it like man i ain't paying no money i got <laughs> i got twelve thousand. you know i literally yeah. have almost twelve thousand people that follow me on, on facebook yeah and if i post something 200 of them will see we, it max yeah, 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 and it's that's like up. that's really fucked up. Yeah, they're holding our fans hostage. Yeah, it's and fucked up. this is why you have to always, you have to always look at these social media platforms, and, and this is something we could probably do a whole episode about, just like social media strategy. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram not as the final destination, right. but as bridges mm-hmm. to get your fans to your final destination, mm-hmm. which should be your website. Right. Once you, you ultimately are only on P- on Facebook so that you can get people back to your website for something, mm-hmm. right? Whether that's your t-shirts, CDs, mm-hmm. your tour dates, mm-hmm. mailing list, yep. uh, to give them some free music, whatever it is to, sh- to, 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 to so they can shop with you on your store, mm-hmm. whatever it is, facebook is the bridge uh twitter is the bridge instagram is the bridge it's not the final destination and you have to treat those platforms as such that means that when you're sending when you post something on these sites should you be lucky enough to reach any of your fans right you have to get them somewhere that allows you to have access to them. Right, interaction. Yeah, like you you have to get them, you spend all this time and energy trying to get these people across this bridge, right? You know, to to your website. Mm -hmm. And every time, less and less people go. (laughs) Right. Right? So when you get them across this bridge and you get their attention, you have to convert that into something Mm -hmm. so that you never have to do that again. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that causes you to be more creative and to do more and to think out your strategy more ahead of time. But trust me, that shit works. Yeah, it does. You have to stop looking at so like to me, my thing is like, okay, yeah, Facebook is cool, but like you're saying, if only a fraction of your people see your posts. Mm-hmm. So I want people to come back to my blog. Why? Because on my blog, I write long ass blogs, mm-hmm. all my tour dates are more detailed, right. my store is right there, mm-hmm. my email list to sign up, and this this is basically, you can go there, you don't have to go to Facebook. Right. You sign up for my email list, you'll learn about tour dates before anybody else. You'll get sent coupons for discounts without having to wait on the Facebook algorithms to be nice enough to show them to you. Mm-hmm. This is what we talk about when we say those sites are bridges, and their' their job is to charge a toll to everyone who wants to cross the bridge. Mm-hmm. And so fans are getting taxed the it troll. Yes, the Facebook ogre and trolls are sitting there. There's a Twitter troll <laughs> and there's a fucking Instagram troll, and their job is to tax you mm-hmm. for crossing to learn about blueprint or logic or any other artist or service that you want to support. Our job is to make it so that once you get to us, you never have to pay that toll again. Mm-hmm. So if you're running a business or service, think of it the same way. Having your own website allows that bridge to, to not impact you as much. You can, you can speak and communicate directly with your fans and they can hear more of your voice uh, in a more authentic way. Yeah, true. So yeah, have a website please and do. I'm not saying don't be on Facebook Twitter or any of those things right but understand that there has to be a, a final destination yeah that that they can't give you okay number seven mm-hmm. this is a big one it's big it's important how to be a better artist number seven practice your craft I don't think they heard you I don't I don't <laughs> think they heard so you on? in the back in the back <laughs> hey y'all hear it practice your craft yeah man Shit, how many times in different ways do we have to say it yeah i think this comes up with everything that we practice practice makes perfect Talking about practice you want practice practice we're not talking about a game we're talking about practice we're not talking about a game yes alan we're talking about (laughs) practice yes yeah you want to be a better rapper yeah practice write rap you want to be a better freestyle free freestyler freestyle, or freestyle. Mm. you want to be a better producer make fucking beats all day yeah all the time get better at your craft That mean, look there's no shortcut to becoming successful that becoming amazing at your craft won't solve right like when you become amazing at some shit people notice Then they want to support you. They want to come to the show. They want to see it. They want to hear the music because they know they're going to get something good. You think people expect you think people are following Kendrick Lamar because he ain't practiced because he just automatically just dope. Like he's a better rapper, I think, personally now than he was when he dropped Section 80. Yes. Yes. He's he's very. Yeah. This narrative of overnight success kind of fucks up the practicing thing Mm -hmm. in people's minds. Yeah. They're just like, well... You know, I can just go viral and blow up. Why? Nah. Why practice for years? Why sitting here doing this shit? I'm not a rapper. I'm a fucking hustler. Why? Why should I? You know, their excuses. I'm a drug dealer. I'm here to sell weight and rob the rap game. And I don't give a fuck about all this practice and shit. That's for y'all. Y'all care about rap. Nah. Look, man, you're trash. Yeah. And you sound trash because you don't practice. Mm-hmm. And if people don't fuck with you, that is why. Yes. Um, it it's ill because sometimes having discussions about practicing your craft end up being discussions about personal responsibility. Yeah, you can't can't really uh, uh that hurts a ta- lot of people's feelings. Taboo topic, nowadays. <laughs> very taboo. It's up to you to get better. <gasps> no. It's up to you to get fans. Yeah, it's up to you. People don't want to hear that talk. No. Nah. It's like, no, nah, man, it's easier to be connected to something else that you can kind of blame, you know. Mm-hmm. And so practice your craft, man. There was a blog I wrote a few years back, and it was like, how long does it take to find samples? Mm -hmm. And I wrote that because I remember at the time, I was writing about making beats and digging, and somebody had posted on my blog, like, yo, did you really? No, I think I was tweeting about just, like, listening to samples for two or three hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody was like, yo, that's a long time. Yeah. Right? It is, though. (laughs) But I had never thought about it. Right. Because you and I know that that's the minimum to get where we need to go. <laughs> right, right. There is no other way. Right, nah. You gonna get somebody listening listen to these samples for you? Nah, bro. No, you gotta put in that legwork, right? So mm. I was like, man, I think I need to write a blog about this. So I wrote a blog called, like, how long does it take to find good samples? It's mm-hmm. on Primatic.net, one of my older blogs but it was basically about like the entire process mm-hmm. of like what we're doing on each record how long it takes yep. how much uh endurance it takes to really sit there mm-hmm. and what we're looking for and how long and people were just kind of amazed by that yeah They think that, like, you become a great beat maker through natural talent or anything other than that. And it's like, look, you may have a natural aptitude for making music. Yeah. Or even hearing music. Yeah. Hearing music. But that doesn't mean you're going to be a great beat maker. No, that doesn't mean you'll be good at any of this shit or even. No. So you have to practice your motherfucking craft. Like, get down there, listen to records. Practice on your raps. Mm-hmm. Practice on your freestyle so your voice ain't whack. Right. Get your delivery dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everything about the practice on your stage show. Yeah. Before you get on stage. Don't do it at sound check. Yeah. Sound check is to check the sound, not to check your set. It's called sound check. <laughs> right. Not set check. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not song check. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, man, you don't come up here to, to do everything you're gonna do now. You got a, an hour-long fucking sound check. No. You should have this down at home. You should be practicing your craft. All of that shit counts. Yeah. Fools say, Yeah, man, you get on stage with a goddamn trombone. Where did that come from? I was practicing my craft. I wasn't telling y'all. Right. What about the trombone seven, eight months ago? Mm-hmm. I played it as a kid, but then I still had to relearn it. But you have to practice before you can get up there and really be excellent at anything. Yeah. And uh, we cannot stress that one enough. Practice practice man we talking about practice talking about practice yes we are yes sir we'll take a break over the last several months as the podcast has been growing people have been asking how they can support the super duty tough work podcast well here's three simple ways to support the podcast number one spread the word This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Elogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Elogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at weightless.net. That's the word, weightless.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Okay. All right, back in the building. We're back. Yeah. After many laughs Mm -hmm. and off-air antics that we can't share with the public. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. You know, it will have to be reserved for for, for the future Grown Man episode. You know. Yes, sir. Grown Man Universe shit. So yeah, man. uh, How to be a better artist. We got three left. And these three are very, very important and prudent. And so I'm gonna start with number eight. Number eight, way to be a better artist is don't punish your fans for your non fans. Don't punish the people who support you for the actions of those who don't support you. Yes. We see it all the time. Right. Artists will play in front of whatever, maybe it's five people, maybe it's 50 people, but whatever mm-hmm. the number is, it's less than what they feel they should play in front of So they do it half ass. Yes. And who do they talk shit to? The 50 people who were there. Yeah. Not the people who are not there. Mm-hmm. They should be actually building up and thanking and celebrating the people who came. Yeah. Instead, they insult the people who came and have no words for those who didn't. Fucked up. It's backwards, right? Think of, there's another way we talked about people doing it. You throw a show, right? You're supposed to hit the stage at 11. <laughs> You wait till one o'clock in the morning. More people coming, dog. (laughs) (laughs) My cousin said he was coming. Yeah, my mom's on (laughs) her way. Punishing the people who were there for you to play at 11 Mm -hmm. by making them wait until one o'clock on people you think are going to come. Right. Don't punish the people who support you for the actions of those who don't bars it's just not fair it's not fair at all and people do it all the time we've seen it with even fan bases right this Mm -hmm. is a third example the artists even with us being black MCs, how many guys we know who are just like yo we're we're black but why are fans white man right i don't want to tour because i i want to know why i don't have the black fans right so then what do they do they treat the fans that they do have because they don't see enough black people in the crowd Mm -hmm. and they get mad and instead of just saying yo these are my people yeah these are this is it let me just celebrate them they won't have no insults for the people who ain't there right but they will insult the shit out of the people who came to the show idiots what the fuck that's how you lose fans <laughs> you can't do that man this goes in many ways like you can't say well i'm not gonna that whole thing is like and what we talked about earlier with the i need a hundred retweets to drop a new song <laughs> right you're punishing the, the peop- 50 retweets you got right yeah by making them wait on the 50 that you don't have and mm-hmm. there's no guarantee you're punishing them for something that they didn't do instead yeah. of rewarding those who are with you and so we say look man don't punish those who don't support for that for those who do support for the actions of those who don't support work that's number eight number nine mm this one is real I gotta do better at this one personally yeah yeah, me too I've been off the grid really last year just took me kind of off the grid with the movie thing yeah yeah. so number nine way to be a better artist which we both we gotta get better at is to support your local scene yes be out and about Buy some merch. Yeah. Give somebody props. Pay to go to somebody's show. Pay to don't, get in. Don't ask for the for the for the uh, guest uh, list all yeah, the time. Don't ask. Because yeah. we could get on every guest list, probably for any hip hop show we wanted for it's the most part. Very true. Yeah. It's very true. But you know, I sometimes I don't even let people know I'm coming. It is very Drop cool. drop the five. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The ten. You know. It's just support. Yeah. They'd be happy to see you. Yeah, you know, people just you know it, it means a lot, man. It always meant something to us. We were coming up when cats would come out and support us. Yeah, you definitely. know, so it's like, yo, even now it still means something to me. You don't have to be the guy who just sits back and doesn't support anybody and looks like, you know, when someone's playing, you you disappear, you outside, right? You know what I mean? You're not watching. Mm-hmm. Or if someone asks, oh, you watch the set? Oh man, I don't even. I, I'm not here for that. I came for the hoes. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like right. doing doing everything else but watching the show mm-hmm. when it's a good local artists on stage mm-hmm. and so you if you want that energy to come back to you you can't get it if you're too selfish with your own energy Right? you know you're too selfish with your own attention thinking that everything revolves around you and whether you know it or not you can learn from everybody who is the stage yeah and if you you can't ask for support if you don't support facts you know what I'm saying you can't not go to cat shows but then mad when cats don't show up to your show right right I, I mean, mean you just it's come on just do it, man. Just do the right and thing, and we know it's hard. Look, you got children. Mm-hmm. I travel around and have a million things I got going on. Right, but the effort is what's important. Right, you can't go to everything, but try to go to something. Right, show your face every now and again, and, and interact with these people. They're your peers. Mm-hmm. They're like your coworkers, really, mm-hmm. and learn something and be inspired and learn. Oh, you know what? I never thought of that. That was dope. Or I thought of that. That was slick. Okay, I see what they did there. Or mm-hmm. you know what? I didn't like that, but I know not to even try that because it didn't work. Right. You know, you can always learn, but but support your local scene, not just on some lip service. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Support it with with your with your with your, you know your foot traffic. Yeah, and I think especially for us since we're kind of quote unquote vets in the scene it probably does mean it probably would mean a lot if we go to some of these younger cat shows fact some of these younger people that are coming up that are you know that are dope because there's yes. a lot of dope rappers in columbus yep. that are young it's a fact you know what i'm saying and i think it would mean something to them they see us out at their show supporting their stuff right you know i I mean that shit. That shit needs to happen more. So I, I got to get a lot better. Yeah, I agree. And you know, and, and by no means are we uh, exempt from any of these ten things that we. Oh nah, so, nah. You know we're guilty. My website is shit. down right now. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Damn, it is. it is. So I gotta, I gotta uh, get some, get some work done. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, you, <clears throat> you taking that big L? Hey, Amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's real yeah see don't be like illogic y'all <laughs> don't be like illogic keep your website up number six yeah man <laughs> alright this is the last one number ten. Oh man this is one that's you know is rooted in a quote from a music mm-hmm. uh, from a movie rather mm-hmm. and number uh, ten is to play what the people want yes I'm gonna say that one again just please do Play what the people want. Mm-hmm. The people don't come because you grandiose motherfuckers don't play the shit that they like. If you play that they shit the if you play the shit that they like, the people come. Right. You know, this is from Mo Better Blues. Watch the movie Mo Better Blues. Wesley Snipes get into, into this, this argument with Denzel Washington about this very same thing. Mm-hmm. They're in a band, and, and Denzel is complaining about how black people don't come to the shows. Right. And it's every other nationality with black people. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and Wesley Snipes just said. He sits there and he listens to everything he said and he says, hey, he said, that's bullshit. Right. What? Everything you said, that's bullshit. He said, why? He said, look, the reason people don't come to the shows is not because it's black. It's because you grandiose motherfuckers don't play the shit that they like. Right. If you played the shit that they like, the people would come. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect example of what we're talking about because time and time again, artists want to be artists. Mm -hmm. And being an artist, you go with what you're feeling in the moment. Yes, It's a blessing and a cursing at the same time because when you're in the moment, you're not thinking about what the people want to see. Right, You're thinking about what makes you happy. And sometimes that will make you not play the songs that work, it will make you play songs that you like but not, but not what the people want to hear. That ain't nobody heard. Nobody heard. You yeah. go play a bunch of new shit when you got songs that people already like. Yeah. No, nah, I don't play that old shit. That's shit, old. Oh, my new shit hotter. Who cares? I <laughs> here to see the new yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> How about you play your old shit and then your new shit and let them decide. Right. What's better? Right. Because if they respond better than your old shit, then maybe your new shit ain't hotter, dog. Right. Or start with the start with the new shit end with the old shit. Yeah. yeah you can do top. both. You don't have to choose. So like. <laughs> You have to play what the people want. And we're not asking you to play songs that you didn't write. Right. Or to do things that you didn't create. Mm -hmm. No, this all from your catalog. Yes. Play the most popular shit. Celebrate that with people. People who come out to a live event, they want to see you do that shit. Yeah. That reminds them why they like you. Yeah. Oh, this is my jam. That's why I fuck with him. This shit is dope. You know? Yeah. I, 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 Stop lying. Yes. Thousand whispers. Yeah. Guy lyrics. 14 years old. <laughs>
1: 15 Dog. 16 years I old. I cannot
0: do a show. If I do a show and I don't do Thousand Whispers, yeah. people are upset with me. They should be. Yes, it's true. You know what I mean? And I've done it. Yeah. I, I have think done I saw it. you do it once yeah, twice. Yeah, I have done it. Anticlimactic. Yeah. People was not happy about that shit. Mm-hmm. So I I can't even though it's a lot of times I, it's a five-minute verse. Yes. It's a lot of rapping. <laughs> but you, not wrote, as much you wrote it. I did write it. It's <laughs> not, not someone else's song. Who the fuck would have expected that to be the song, though? Hey, man. <laughs> I remember when we did that shit, I was like, yo, this shit is fire. <laughs> I knew it was crazy. Yeah. But it was a lot of crazy shit on that record. But yeah. yeah, that one just stuck for whatever reason. Yeah, it just stuck, man. It just stuck. So I, I gotta do it. You know, any, really, a lot of the shit from that record. Like, I can do that whole, any song from that record, yeah. you know, and catch her like. But I got to. I got to do the old shit. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. It's a classic. Yeah, you got to do it. Same thing. Like I can't play a song with a show without doing "Boombox" or some mm-hmm. shit like that, or, or "Hand Me Down." Those are two of the most popular songs in my catalog, yeah. and they're older songs. I have some newer songs that crack, like "A Perspective" or "Persevere." Right. Yeah, they pop. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I don't have to play the old shit. Right. Just because I got new shit that's dope. No. Mm. Play what the people want, and it's not just about live shows. Open up your view of what art is and understand right. that this shit is interactive. When you're in your bedroom, it doesn't matter what you do. No one has heard it, but once you take that thing outside of the bedroom, it's everybody's now. Right. And everyone is gonna have an opinion about it, so fuck it. Play the shit that they like so the people will come. Please do. So that's number 10. Yeah. All right, let me read these joints back. How to be a better artist. Number one, create with regularity. Number two, release Music with regularity, or art, whatever you do. Number three, be kind, don't be a jerk. Number four, be of service to your community. Number five, give people an opportunity to support you. Number six, have your own website. (sighs) Illogic. (laughs) Number seven. (laughs) Number seven, (laughs) practice your craft. Number eight, don't punish your fans. For the actions of your non fans. Mm-hmm. Number nine, support your local scene. Yeah. And number 10, which is last but not least, play what the people want. Word. That is 10 ways to be a better artist and make things easier for the fans who actually want to support you. This is true. You know, so last week we did how to be a better fan, this week, how to be a better artist. Jules dropped in both All oh, day I hope y'all appreciate these bars And Word. whatnot. not Word And uh, we'll see y'all next week Peace Peace Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes Follow the podcast on SoundCloud Peace complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty, tough work.